Good morning, everybody. Welcome to Talking Philly Sports with Matty B. I am your host, Matt Benarchek. It is Tuesday, November 2nd, 2021. And good morning and welcome to a Victory Tuesday. That's right, a Victory Tuesday here in the Delaware Valley. I know we usually do a victory, or we usually do this on Mondays, but life kind of intervened yesterday, and I had to take care of some things, so I was unable to broadcast, but here I am on Tuesday. So it's a victory Tuesday here for me and the Philadelphia Eagles and the Delaware Valley. And you know, listen, I know a lot of you might be thinking, why are you so excited? Why do you, where do you get off playing the Eagle victory music? Why are you so happy? Why are you so excited? Because you're out on the Philadelphia Eagles. I am out. I I, I am completely out. I, I, I realize that. And I, I agree to that. I am not saying that. But I always preface this by saying I want the Eagles to win. I always preface it by saying that the Eagles are my team and that the reason why I am so out is because I just don't think that we as a fan base are being treated correctly by our, our football team. And it is our football team. It, it, it's not Howie Roseman's football team. It's not Jeff's football team. It's ours. Because it'll stay here. It'll be here forever. Long after I'm gone, it'll still be here for us. So I am happy that they won. But I am, yes, still out on the Eagles. But yesterday, or I should say Sunday, really went a... Well, a lot of people are thinking it was a huge step in the right direction of coming back in. A 44-6 to thrubbing, throttling, demolition, destruction of the Detroit Lions at Ford Field on Halloween. And I didn't see it coming. I, I honestly didn't. I, I thought the game was going to be one of two things. I thought the game was going to be a close game back and forth between two f- feeble teams, both of them trying to figure out how to win this game. Or I thought it was going to be a Detroit Lion blowout. I did not expect this. I did not expect an Eagle blowout. I'm very pleasantly surprised about an Eagle blowout. But I, of course, did not expect that. <laughs> and everybody in the Delaware Valley yesterday, well, there was kind of a mix mash. There was more, there was kind of less than what I thought it would be. But there's definitely a population now growing and saying, hey, you know, if you look at the standings, we are just literally a game behind the Carolina Panthers for that third wild card spot in the NFC. Oh, man, please. <laughs> okay, please. We are literally at the halfway point of the season where we're three and five. Now, we could make it a, a good point or a good assessment. They should be four and four. But does anybody out there really think that this team has got playoff aspirations? The coaching, let's put the coaching to the side for a second. Now, let's just look at the roster. It is not a playoff roster. We have absolutely no depth at linebacker. We have absolutely no starters at linebacker. Our wide receivers are underachieving, underperforming yet again. Our defensive secondary is a liability. Our front four on defense, if uh, if obviously put in the right positions or given the right opportunities by the coaches, is serviceable. And our offensive line may be above average NFL-wise. 
We got a quarterback that is still very much so trying to figure out himself. And we got a running running attack that, again, when used properly, above average and serviceable. This is not a playoff team, ladies and gentlemen. This is not a playoff roster, I should say. And it certainly is not a playoff team when you factor in the Sirianni factor. So yesterday's game, yes, or two days ago, the 44-6 win over the Lions was a great victory for the team. A great moral boost. A great let's feel good about where, where this team is. But the reality is they beat a team in the Detroit Lions that are actually worse than the Philadelphia Eagles. Maybe not worse coached, but definitely have a worse roster. They took advantage of a team that has absolutely no D threats. They took advantage of a team that has absolutely no deep game. They took advantage of a team. Once they decided to focus their, their attention on the run game, which obviously is where you focus your attention on the Lions, the Lions were unable to counter with anything else. So it was a great win, an awesome win, a character win, a statement win. All those things, but it is not, in my opinion, a precursor for things to come. Because if you look a little bit down the road, and what I mean by that, like five days from now, the Eagles will return to the link next Sunday against the Chargers. Now, the Chargers, and we'll get into the Chargers more and more throughout the week and as we get closer, but the Chargers are one of those teams that heading into this season was really kind of elevated to that AFC West, AFC challenging position. They've underperformed a little bit this season. So now we're going to have to deal with a team that does have a viable quarterback. Now we're going to have to deal with a team that has an extremely potent deep threat. And we're going to have to deal with a team that's got a very balanced and accurate running attack. Again, we'll get more into the uh, Chargers later in the week. And I guess for now, and it's right, we should. We should be sitting here celebrating the victory on Sunday. That outstanding win against the Detroit Lions and the way the game was actually won. And that's what I want to talk about because this was a game, if you look at it, this game was so not what Nick Sirianni has been or done throughout his time here in the city. This was a game that featured, now hold on to your hats, ladies and gentlemen, 44 rushing attempts by, by players not named Jalen Hurts. Boston Scott, 12 rushes. Jordan Howard, who had a monster of a game, 12 rushes. Kenneth Gainwell, 13 rushes. Jalen Rager, two rushes before he got hurt. Boston Scott had 12 rushes for 60 yards. Jordan Howard had 12 for 57. Kenneth Gainwell had 13 for 27. Scott averaged five yards carry. Jordan, 4.8. And, uh, Gainwell, 2.1. The Eagles scored four touchdowns on the ground. All their touchdowns came on the ground in this game. All their touchdowns. Boston Scott and Jordan Howard both had two. On the passing side, Jalen Hurts attempted nine passes. For 14, uh, nine for 14 for 103 yards. Gardner Minshew, Gardner Minshew, who got into this game during garbage time, attempted two passes. So that is 11 pass attempts for the Philadelphia Eagles. 11 the entire game. Whether or not this was a game that Nick Sirianni threw away his playbook and said, you know what, I'm going to start doing this like a real NFL head coach, or whether or not he was feeling the heat from the media, heat from the management, heat from the fan base, I don't know what the X's and O's of him coming up with this very, very, very pass, a rush-heavy offense attack. 
it worked. Now, is this the type of attack that's going to work every week? No. There are those weeks that require you to be pass heavy, but never consistently pass heavy the way the Eagles have. I mean, numbers that are 44 to 6 the other way or 44 to 11 the other way, whatever the case may be. The Eagles attempted 16 passes in this game. 16. 16 passes. I believe there's been games in the first quarter they were already eclipsing that. On the other side of the ball, on the Lions side, Jared Goff is was 25-34 for 2-2-2. No touchdowns, no interceptions. Listen, Jared Goff, I, I really feel sorry for this kid. I do. Obviously, you know, he, he was, as I mentioned to Kyle on Saturday, you know, shipped off to the Island of Misfit Toys. I, he is a serviceable quarterback. Jared Goff is. And if Detroit ever figures it out and in within, within the next year or two and gets him some weapons, they already have a really good running attack. They got a serviceable offensive line. They just need some wide receiver help. And if they ever get that, I think Jared Goff returns to somewhat better form than he is right now because he is just, just really god-awful. Playing on a god-awful team. Bottom line was this. It was a great win. It was it was a win that, I, if anything, at the very least bit showed Nick Sirianni how a consistent or a un, unrecognizable or unpredictable attack can really benefit your team. Now, what the Eagles do going forward, don't forget, Miles Sanders is still hurt. So what the Eagles do going forward in terms of rushing the ball next week against the Chargers and beyond, obviously remains to be seen. But it was a very pleasant surprise to see this. I'm not saying here that I want to see 44 uh, passing or rushing attempts every game versus 16 passing attempts. No, because there's games where you're going to need to throw the ball. Jalen Hurts still needs to figure out how to throw the ball. He needs to figure out in a big way. But some, sometimes you got to give what the defense is giving you or take what the defense is giving you. And the Eagles did their job and took what they needed to take on to a victory, improving their record to three and five. And as I said, for those who are actually keeping track of this, moving them one game behind the Carolina Panthers for that third and final NFC wildcard spot as we literally get to the halfway point of this season. Ah, that was a lot to get through. So, oh, and also on the defensive side, again, I, I guess I cannot, I, I would be negligent. Again, I am very quick to throw them under the bus, but I got to be as quick to praise them. Defense was stout. The defense was not bend and break. The defense was a brick wall. They were they were tenacious, tenacious uh, against the um, against the Detroit Lion offensive line. I mean, tenacious Fletcher Cox, um, just Milton Williams. I mean, they they were everywhere. They were everywhere, everywhere, everywhere. They got to Jared Goff six times, six sacks yesterday, six sacks. So, listen, a huge effort from the defense. Um, just a great effort. And John Gannon, again, is he going to be able to play this type of um, 
defense against the uh, Los Angeles Chargers? Who knows? We'll see. But it's a different team. It's a team with a viable passing attack. It's a team with a very, 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 very good running running attack. It's a team with a very good quarterback. We have to wait and see. We have to wait and see. And again, this is when we look at this as a maturation process. We've seen now that they can do it. We've seen now that the coaches have the ability to adjust. Let's just see how how that adjustment period works. Because if they go come out against the Chargers with the same game plan they had against the Lions, it's not going to work. But if they mix it up, if they take what the defense gives them, or if they look at what the offense is trying to do and try to counter that, that's how you win. It's coaching, right? But all in all, ladies and gentlemen, a great day, a great morning. I apologize for being late. I apologize for not coming on sooner than I knocked this out. But as I said, life had something in store for me yesterday that I could not get away from. That's going to do it for me. I wanted to come on here and give the Eagles their accolades. I wanted to come on and give the Eagles their praise. I wanted to boast about the statement victory against the Detroit Lions. But I also want to come on, as I said already, and caution people about getting too high on what the situation with this team is. This team is still what the team is. This team is still a very untalented roster with a very unproven coaching staff. Take that for what it is. Let's not get too high in the sky. But obviously a victory on Sunday saved their season. Saved their season with a lot of pundits believe they still have a chance to win. A lot of pundits believe they still have a chance to get into the, into the playoffs. But it, to me, it wasn't that way. I mean, they saved their dignity on Sunday. Do you know how messed up it would have been this week if they would have lost to the Detroit Lions 44-6? to Don't forget, I called this game as a 45-10 Eagle loss. I was close to that in the score. Just picked the wrong team. It was a great win. Let's keep ourselves grounded. This team is not a playoff team. This team, obviously, still, in my opinion, is not a good team. I don't like the coaching staff. I want him fired. I want the general manager fired. As we sit here on November the 2nd, this is the trade deadline. At 4 p.m. Eastern today, the trade deadline is over. Teams have till 4 p.m. today to make trades. Whether the Eagles will be buyers or sellers, I already think they're sellers based on what they've already done this year in trades. But whether or not they make big-time selling moves or big-time buying moves or they sit pat, which is more likely what they're probably going to do, we'll see. Again, I wanted to come on and just just kind of hash this out with you guys and give you a roll-up of the, of the game. I will see you guys later in the week. Until then, you guys take care.